Hello, sexies, and welcome to the podcast that keeps it popping and we don't plan on stopping. What's our topic? Sex. Obviously. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And right now, we are going to uh, dive right into our topic. It's an important topic, and I think it's one that's going to resonate very well with the audience. It is okay. about bedroom boredom and how you put a stop to bedroom boredom. Yes. So we're going to start by talking about what bedroom boredom is. What's bedroom boredom to you? Um, so for me, it's when your sexual, um, experience in the bedroom becomes routinized, right? Mm -hmm. And so what you do when y'all are uh, ready for your sexy time, for your encounter, is the same action, um, every single time. And Mm -hmm. then, um the creativity sort of wanes and um peak like what i would say sexual satisfaction sort of comes to a peak and kind of levels out so there's no um new thing being introduced Mm -hmm. to sort of raise that curiosity or that satisfaction level and then after a while it becomes it starts to dip negative yep yeah so i don't know if you you remember that movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray? Yes. Right? Yes. That is that is a perfect description of yeah. what bedroom boredom becomes. Right? Yes. So now you live in the same day, over and over. Every time. Exact same actions, exact same reactions. People are doing the exact same thing, and the routine becomes torture. Right? So yeah. it can start out the whole, hey, we level it levels out. But then at a certain point, we all you're doing is the exact same thing. Same motion, same sexy talk, same <laughs> outfit, or and then it yes. comes no outfit. Same room, same, room, same location, same lights out. <laughs> all of the same things. You know I what I mean? Doctor Love has this thing about robes. It's not just robes. It's the nappy robe with no belt. The, the, that mama hole clothes. Come in the house. That robe. That robe. That terry cloth robe. The terry cloth. It's called him for life. Because it's so mama. And that, right, you know, I mean, you're thinking about warm hugs and mama. You're not thinking about what you need to be thinking about right. when you're doing what you need to do. Right, and so noted. Yes, do I have a I, do I have a thing against them? Yes, all right, it's well documented. <laughs> what? But I don't know. It's so Grandma and them was had seventeen children in that in that movie. You know what? Okay, that for a movie you was get, I've get seen lifted. It, I've seen this put out there before. Aaron Rihanna was not around with Savage Fenty to really. <laughs> to be in direct competition with the Moo Moo. No, it's just, you know what we're going to do. You know, Roosevelt, she was going to roll over to another lady. Where was she going to be rocking? That same Moo Moo. That's what it was going to be. It was, was, he was destined and that was that. Now, y'all have so many more choices. So, wardrobe, I'm I'm like filing in my way, in my my brain, wardrobe matters in the bedroom. Yeah, that's one of the first ways you can break it up. It's like, oh, we're not looking at the exact same thing every time. And you know what, gents? That goes for you, too. 
All right. All your draws come in a pack and they all look the same. <laughs> and they all white at first. Or bruise colors is what I call them. You know what I'm Navy saying? blue, black, oh, gray. Someone's got bruise colored draws. You got, you got unimaginative. Um, Give me burnt orange sometimes. Do some things. Oh, you like that burnt orange? Look at you. See, here's the deal. Think about all of the elements where you can eliminate boredom and start doing it in all of them. Because why keep it? There's a, there's a great comfort in having some level of familiarity with a person, but like growth matters to people. Right. I feel like you want to be in something expanding and getting better in general, right? Right. And so when you when you have that open imaginative mind, I think that yeah. that that it makes it so that you can you can introduce new things more easily. Yeah, and complacency is definitely one of the things that continues to support and fuel boredom in bedroom, right? Yeah. When you become complacent. And and I know it's it's hard to message because um, a lot of women will say they like consistency, right? And so guys will hear, well, you want consistency. You want me to be consistent. I want you to be consistently good, right? No, you want them to be consistent where you're saying, like, don't stop. Right. In the stroke. At that point. (laughs) Be consistent. Right. If they say don't stop, that's not the time to to change it. So don't give me the razzle dazzle when I say right there. What she says right there, just keep doing what she was, what you were doing. And you start tap dancing and stuff. Now you want to pull out all of your genuine body roll moves. And I'm like, and now I've lost it. No, it was right there. (laughs) It was right there. When I said right there, and I said don't stop, I actually literally meant that. Yes. And yet, here you go trying to do an Usher moonwalk. <laughs> and now I'm done. If you can get them to be vocal, listen to what they say and stay consistent, man. When they when they say it like that, you just go ahead and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep that same beat in your head. Find a song mentally that goes along with it. And you just go ahead and keep doing exactly what that song is doing. Dance to the rhythm to the beat of the rhythm of the night. All right. So. <laughs> okay, because if you're younger, that's the bars there. <laughs> Look them up. Oh, okay. So I feel like we've sufficiently talked about what, what it is. Yeah, like what sexual boredom is. Um, and, and I think a lot of times it, it comes from, and this can be a, a confounding and difficult part, right? Because we want longevity, we want relationships to do well and last, but it's that familiarity that breeds boredom sometimes. Right? Yeah, being familiar. Yeah. And then it's like, so like we've heard the saying, right? Ain't um, no better key. Uh, oh. Then new P. Oh, that right? was a very elegant way of expressing that. P. That was a P. <laughs> Let's look at you. That was very well done. You're educated for, man. for those of you that don't know. A lady and a scholar. Pussy. And <laughs> right, and we've been heard, we've heard <laughs> that, right? That's like the, the male mantra. Mm. Best pussy is new pussy. Well, ladies, uh-huh. Sometimes what that means is yours has lost its novelty because you're doing the same thing with it all the time. <sighs> you gotta bust out new moves, reupholster the coochie, right? Do some other things to it with it. Add accessories to your 
to your 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 situation, okay. right? Okay. Okay. And so then then you don't get into that that rut of now you've got the old person. You don't want to be the old. Person. This brings me to the evolution of the topic, um, the importance of communication, right? To avoid a uh, a, a situation where uh-huh. you're ending up in, with a bedroom boredom, and so. There was very recently what I thought was a, an interesting clip where a guy was talking about having a safe space of relationships to express himself, right? right. And to be able to say things without the fear judgment. of judgment that was going to come back just based on what it is that he expressed. Mm-hmm. And then his co-host within the exact same clip immediately attacked the idea of having a safe space for, for a man. Now, I think we've all validated his entire point. Yeah, no, it validated (laughs) his point. Like they immediately proved it, right? Right. And so, my my thought here is, it's not just men that go through this; it's also women who go through this, and anybody that's trying to say or dare to suggest that their sex life could be improved. Yeah. Um. If it's not received well, then yeah, it, it it'll. It'll break off the entire communication about breaking up boredom. The fact that if I approach you and say, hey, well, I won't approach matters, right? Then I approach and say, hey, guys, <laughs> sit on down. Let's talk about it. I'm bored in the bedroom. Like, I'm not going to do like that. But <laughs> I may say, hey, I've been thinking. Mm-hmm. It might be time for us to start exploring other things we can do during our intimacy. Yeah. Right. And the way you receive that comment is going to determine, I think, in a lot of ways, the trajectory of your sexual interactions with one another. So let me ask you a question. Have you, because we're, we're talking about sexual boredom, but I'm sure people would like to know, have you experienced boredom, boredom in the bedroom? Yes. Yes. I admit it. And you know what? It wasn't just the other person's fault. Okay. I think it takes two to to tango in all the ways. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was I was not insistent enough on what my needs were throughout the whole thing. And so that, even though I may have introduced the topic and it wasn't received well, mm-hmm. I could have been more direct in my communication about my needs. Mm-hmm. Just, just being real, right? Yeah. And more, more of a person who is insistent, not necessarily insistent, that might not be the right word, yeah. but just... I want you to gargle my yeah. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Beat over that yeah. head. What the nuts say? Ah! Just it's the understanding. It's the understanding that your needs matter, mm. and then letting letting the so other true. person know that this is important to you. Right. Um. I, most of us don't want to feel stifled, right? Right. On the other side of things, people don't want to feel like they're underwater in a sexual relationship either, where they can't keep up. And so there's a little bit of balance there, uh-huh. but I feel like you've, you've got to cultivate an open environment where people can say, hey, I'd like to introduce this, and you don't meet everything with resistance. Right. And you have, to, you have to level set, right? Like, you have to determine, like, where is the introductory step to start opening 
um, or exploring different avenues in the bedroom? Mm-hmm. And like, where are you trying to get to? Because oftentimes when people mention having um, been bored or they want to try something new, they go to the end goal eventually. Like, I want to jump off the bed and then land in a split on your dick. Can we do that today? Right? Like, let's, like, can we take these things in steps so that we are growing together toward the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, they'll say, yeah, okay, I'm bored. Let's break, let's spice it up. And they're like, threesome. And now you don't ruin your whole relationship because you jumped right out the window yeah. on your spice and you didn't determine, like, Maybe we need to go and watch first and see all what happens. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we need to see like which aspect we're comfortable with, you know, as we get to that. If the threesome is your goal, like there are levels yeah. in between to well, get yeah. to that goal. You can, you can watch a video or something like that with people in it right. while you're doing it. You take baby steps, right? You want to think about your partner and that's where discussion comes in and is very important. Right. You don't want to just rush into anything because some things and especially words that can't be unsaid. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking about how to communicate on this issue, really think about what it is that your partner has expressed to you in the past. Be open with yourself about what it is that you want, but also understand some of the express limitations they've given to you. And then from there, yeah. start to expose because it's important for you to lay yourself there. Talk to them about what it is that you are, are are desiring and then let them start to earnestly consider your wishes. And on both sides, I would encourage people. Right. So back to your mm-hmm. um, experience of boredom in the bedroom, um, were there any things that were successful for you in terms of getting out of that space? Yeah. And I think that that's the deal is introducing novelty, in general, mm-hmm. right, it is important. And whether it comes from a space of um, toys or tools to add or apps that suggest activities or you becoming a whole different person through role play and talk about how you can use those elements to get a little bit more expanded in your thought process on these things. Yep. All right, so we've been talking about bedroom boredom. Yes. And um, both the causes of it and then the communication strategies that you can use to try to alleviate bedroom boredom. Yes. When we're talking about experiences, I talked about mine, but I want to give you a chance to talk about your bedroom boredom experience. Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely have experienced bedroom boredom. Um Pre- like we've discussed in previous episodes, I've experienced bedroom death even. Mm. Um, but for me, the boredom came in um, when things, like I said, became a routine. I already, I like, I knew exactly how long the encounter would last. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like I knew like, oh, this is only going to take me about 10, 15. <laughs> you wow. know? Doing, doing it like a criminal, weighing his options with a jail bid. Okay, all right. It's 10 to 15 bid uh, right now. Oh. Um, and it's going, you know, and I could, I could like, choreograph the moves because I knew it was going to happen in one particular you way. You go cactic? Hmm, cack. <laughs> this, yeah. this is what I did. And then you can have the whole thing I just can't even, like, not I sound like that? I express to you. That's how it goes? It works. Okay. How much <laughs> I deal with this all the time. Mm, Are you good? Are you good? Can we get back to my (laughs) But please, yeah, go ahead and finish because I really want to hear the rest of it. I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, So I I knew exactly how it was going to go down. I knew it was always going to be the bedroom. The lights were going to be off. It was always at night. It was like that sort of um, level of routine um, became really boring to me. And then also as I... I mean, like, talk to friends and other people that I knew and all of the experiences they were having. And, and then I started to get FOMO. So I was like, FOMO? I was like, bedroom board and bedroom FOMO all at once. I'm like, it's a horrible combination. Taking from chandeliers. Damn. Why I can't. This whole song's about it. I even got a chandelier in this room. I was just, then you just get all kinds of dissatisfied. Yeah. And so when I wanted to discuss uh, what was going on, I tried to come from it with like, so like, are you feeling satisfied? Are you like, is is this good for you? Mm -hmm. And when the other person is not bored, and you are is a real hard conversation to have. Right? Yeah, it is because he was like, "No, I'm good. This, this is great. You got the best. Good, good, good." I'm like, "Yeah, oh wow, okay." So now awkward. Well, this is what this <laughs> like. Is what how do I now say like I'm actually not good because you're so satisfied, and I'm just like, "This is what this, pre- this is where previous episodes come into play." Right. right. There were conversations that you had where this topic obviously flew right past both of you in some way mm-hmm. to where you thought one thing yeah. and he thought another. Yeah. Everybody thought at least at that point it was cool. Right. And then the communication in terms of how things were changing along the way, it, it gets real difficult, right? right? Because you think that you're on the same course and you're not. Not at all yeah. right we're on completely different courses and so you know then then going and having the conversation and um and then realizing that like the person that you are with partnered with having sexual relations with um you're you're bored they're feeling satisfied and then they become unwilling to change or to 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 add any additional elements to it like everything was a list of no's because they're good where they are and so then i knew my needs were like not going to be met and so it's like then you resign yourselves to being like, well, I guess this is the way this is going to be. And I'm just going to continually be like bored here. Yeah. And and here's the deal. When you're talking about a couple, ain't nobody good unless everybody good. 
You see what I mean? Like, because, yeah, that's it. I wish it, I, no, I don't wish it could be different because then you have one person living in misery. The fact is, if y'all can't get together and do mutually pleasurable things and feel like you're both open and can grow, right? then it's going to, it's going to be weird. At some point, it's gonna get awkward, right. and, um, and and at some point, it might get unbearable for for people. It definitely did for me. Yeah, like, it did it for me too. Like, I, I can't do this, and anymore. I stopped bearing it. Right. Well, and, and then, you know you, ain't, <laughs> you don't want to be the ultimatum throwing person, but the fact is, ultimatums always exist whether they're expressed or not relationships are conditional love can be unconditional but the fact is no matter how much people mean it no much no matter how much people would you know have a sense of duty at some point everyone reaches their breaking point right and so if you have a person that's very sexually expressive and they are into the growth of it and learning and trying new things and you are a person who is very adamant about things staying exactly the same right those those two places are going to naturally diverge and at some point you end up with a chasm Right. Yeah. And then some people will think, well, oh, I'll just sacrifice for the for the good of the whole. Yeah. And I would just say that like that sacrifice, even if you're willing to make it, it will weigh on you in some way, shape, or form. Well it bleeds because over in everything else, right? Back around. Yeah, misery misery knows no bounds. And so like when you're miserable about about that particular uh thing, especially when we're talking about something as deep as sex, right? Now everything that that person does starts to get on your nerves. Yes. Right. Your entire because, being right, is because, bothering me. Yeah, the fact that you are breathing right now, right, I am annoyed. Right. You're in the wake. Right. Everything they do starts yeah. to get on your nerves a little bit more. And, and then the converse, when you're getting everything that you want sexually, they can probably get away with a whole lot more. It's like pretty people. Pretty people get away. They don't even know how much stuff they get away with and have things taken care of for them because they look good. Right? And then they're like, what? No, the world is just a nice place. No, be ugly for a while and you'll see. <laughs> As nice as you think it is. Nice for you. Right. It's nice for you. If you are if you ugly, oh, you ugly short humpback, be like and, and people will tell you what they think you are in those situations. Now, 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 everybody's right. beautiful to someone. I'm not saying no, nah, I think there's a, a universal standard a, of ugly. I don't care. I don't say that. There are, like, there, are some, there are some things that's like, this is not good. No, because you know what? Some people <laughs> like a person because they look ugly too, right? There are people look so there's someone for everybody. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. I'm just saying your statistics. Yeah, medium the numbers don't bear medium out for you as well. Right like, you gotta have a good attitude. You gotta have a couple of talents. Good credit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like all, all these things, you gotta, you know, you gotta be able to put some things together nicely when you don't have everything else going for you in that way. You do. It's true. You gotta, you gotta be an excellent conversationalist too. Funny, at least. Yeah, something, something, something to the table. You just can't come with all struggle. Yeah, pick one. Like you can, yeah. You and if ugly is the struggle, right? Because that's you can't do nothing to fix face. So I feel just like be nice or something. I feel like we spend too much time on people not being cute. But the fact is, <laughs> I feel like that does, it buys people sometimes being real. 
it bothers you a little bit because it's like, oh, I'm super attracted to you. So the fact that you just lay there, rolled up in the comfort, and I get to hit it just on the slide like that, you still happy because you like she was fine as hell. But also, you're thinking in your mind like, man, the, you know, the girl that was not cute that that busted it wide open, busted it in wide open. <laughs> Like that was that was a much more fun experience overall, but the cute can have you for a little while. So there's checks and balances to all of this. And then that's why you saying. just cheat, right? Dang. You can have the fine woman yeah. at home that's giving you that that I vanilla that vanilla this because she thinks she's so cute she ain't got the work. Okay, and then you get um you it's know. All old dog face over there. <laughs> no, but she, but she over there swallowing to the face. Come on, I'm just saying what people be thinking. It's true. It is true. I'm just saying, like you. I'm not. I'm not condoning. I'm not supporting cheating, but I'm like, that's what happened. I don't want. I don't want the, I, I want the pretty prudish girls to be inspired. I don't want them to pretty and prude. Pretty prudes. Y'all know who you are. I don't want y'all. Y'all do know who you yeah. are. You know who you are. You're like, I don't have to do this. I don't do this. You know because what? I'm just, ugh. But you're my pearls. I'd never. Girl, that's why Shots. you have a face he wants to nut on. You have a face that he wants to nut on. That was, that was The very... dudes love to come all over your pretty face. Because it, it makes you more beautiful it's, than them. It... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I, it's me. Yeah. I'm taking this no. completely alright. We're, we're, we're gonna come back. We're gonna, we're gonna full watch here, people. <laughs> we're gonna full watch. I have a lot though. You know Where's what? The lie? You know what? We Where's all the lie? Where's the lie? Is this even a podcast now at this point? I don't even know what this is. It is. It's fun. It is. <laughs> they love it. It's fun and it's honest. Uh, Who's gonna tell the truth? You did tell the truth. All right. So here's the deal. The fact is, if you don't have the opportunity to be able to actually talk to a person and feel like you're being heard and it's being received, it's almost like you ugly, right? Because now you have strikes against you that you didn't even have to have. You choosing to be ugly. You chose ugliness. Because you are not receptive to being communicative. Right. And And you can't take everything as a threat. Her wanted you to try a new stroke does not mean that the old stroke don't work in this book. It's just the same stroke. The same emoji. You don't want to have the exact same thing all the time. I do. You got me breaking in the song. This is your fault, by the way. Got me doing copyright infringement live on the air. That's that's your fault. Luckily for you, my voice is so dissimilar to genuine that no one is going to call in on this and say that the song was stolen. I'm the party just to solidify the copyright infringement. You know what? He's going to be very happy about this. Like he's going to do that little dance that he do. Okay, moving on. Okay, okay, we're not doing that right now, but. It's true. The communication really, really matters. It's uh-huh. what we've been saying from yep. episode one all the way to now. Communication, communication, communications are table stakes from breaking through any of these barriers, right? Mm-hmm. But let's talk about actual techniques, right? Okay. Let's talk about techniques because um full disclosure, when we were talking when we were like mm-hmm. like um putting together it was the friends. For this episode, there was difficulty on mm-hmm. my part, not because I haven't experienced 
boredom. I have, obviously. But I am so, so completely not bored and so completely fulfilled and satisfied sexually um, that I couldn't even think of things to tell people to do to break out of boredom. That wasn't, like, filthy, though. Right. Yeah. Um. Because I can tell you what to do. Oh yeah. Well, we could always but, uh, go to the next thing on the list of things was, that we're gonna do. Right. But that's I like can, I can break out in the Rolodex of my mind. That's some things that's that you can try. Like, let's face it. Like they're gonna be like, uh-uh. Is what's gonna be said. Oh, the list of ways to that I would get if I really talked about the things you can do. So, and then so I was like, well, so what can we say Uh strategy wise that will meet people where they are, Mm -hmm. right? Because I can't necessarily bring strategies from the filth (laughs) in my mind because not everybody is as raunchy. Right? And so you have to meet people where they are. And so what are some things folks can do no matter what level they're at in terms of their exploration or their desires um, that can break through that boredom barrier? You have to introduce something new. Okay. Now, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, the idea, and I don't want to talk about it. And guys, we suffer from this badly, right? Because mm-hmm. we, not only do we worry about complaining about something that we enjoy, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, look, you know, it's all, it's great, but I like to, it's very difficult to jump over that next thing and talk about it, especially right. for us. Because we're going to take it personally, like we're not doing the job. Yeah, and you know, you're going to get reminded of everything that you didn't do right if she's the type of person who, when you introduce something, here she comes back in a, you know, confrontational spirit, right? Because we talked, as we talked about earlier, people can be prone to that. And this man is like, we know we're going to lose. Mm-hmm. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. We are we are not we not Rocky. We not we not Apollo. But y'all are the Russian. And when it comes to talking, we know we're gonna get beat. Ten thousand pounds of pressure, one punch, whatever he hits, he destroys. That's y'all in conversations, right? <laughs> That's, just being real. That's y'all in conversations. And the debate skills beyond this thing. Y'all do it with each other. Don't come for me. We don't know how to not come for you. But we also know that we would enjoy having our balls licked, right? And so now we're trying to figure out an artful way to introduce having our balls licked. And you're thinking about it like, do I do it in poetry? You know. <laughs> What's the approach? Do I write a song? I love you. Do I rap it? I love you with my own. Hey, yo, girl, I if just only you would lick my balls. Something along those lines. I don't know, but just trying desperately <laughs> to think of ways to approach this delicately because you don't want to turn it into an argument, right? And that's the thing. Like you, you want to be able as a woman to come to your man, or as a woman to go to your woman, or whatever, right? With whatever it is, yes. Whatever it is that are the desires of your heart and growing. And you don't want the person who is, you know, is taking some level of assignment and making sure that you receive pleasure to feel bad about where it is that you are. But also, you want them to be able to receive and say, okay, we can build on this and we can try 
right. right? So introducing something new, whatever the newness right. is, right? Wherever level you're at, introducing some element of newness to the bedroom yes. is one way so in toys. which we can, we can step out of the boardroom. So we're talking about how you introduce novelty in the bedroom. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's something new. There's something new. Right. The newness of it all. Right. All right. So, um, and, and I sort of ended off by talking about tools. Right. Okay. So have you successfully introduced toys into a sexual relationship as a new thing? And how has it worked out for you? Really? Really? I'm giving you the because, full Arsenio here. Oh, wow. Wow. Because you think you know the answer to this. Okay. All right. Let's see. Playing games. Um, yes. <laughs> I ha- wow. <laughs> I have successfully introduced toys into the bedroom. And it has worked out swimmingly, okay. I would say. Um, a variety of toys, not just for my pleasure, but also his pleasure. Because, um, you know, I like to give as much as I receive. Yeah. And... She, she <laughs> She's a giver. <laughs> oh, my God. We just need to make it through. Make it through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yes, um... I would say that introducing toys has greatly enhanced yeah. the experience. Yes. And so so here's the thing about toys. There's all kinds of fun ones out there. If you've ever done any research, you'll see like there's literally everything to match every orifice or penetrative object or some things that you would probably imagine shouldn't be penetrative objects. Like all, <laughs> all sorts of stuff out there. Yeah, we're gonna have all you know, there the number of things that exist in order to create sexual gratification as toys. It's a huge number, right? right. right. Okay. So I here's my deal. And this is gonna I would suggest for a lot of the more shy people out there, the rose. Here's why. It's not penetrative. And I feel like a lot of times, gentlemen specifically get nervous about penetrative objects and start comparing themselves to the toy itself. Right. And you're getting worried. Right. And so I would suggest that is one of the first toys that people should use to introduce a level of novelty that isn't there. It can be used on the on the nipples. It can be used most effectively on the clitoris. If you can find it. Wow. <laughs> you know what? You know what? First of all, I am I am I am tired of this narrative that the man can't find the clitoris. I'm not I understand that there are men who can't, but the fact is there's just a very small bit of information necessary to be able to successfully find it all the time. I mean, we could do a study. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just I mean, saying like this is... and quantitative empirical data. Look, 
I am not, I am not suggesting that there aren't a lot of men out there that are missing it. I'm just saying that with this specific toy and a little bit of direction. Yes, direction. You can get there quickly because the rose both sucks and vibrates at the same time at a frequency. Oh, I should say multiple different frequencies mm-hmm. that can that can bring pleasure. Right. Is this an ad for the rose? Kinda has turned into it. Wasn't meant to be. <laughs> but my, my point is, I think it's. A, I feel like it's a non-threatening toy for a lot of guys. Right. It's a it's a toy that is like, oh, it could be my friend. We work together to bring great pleasure and make the walls come tumbling down. Your thoughts. You know what? <laughs> I can cry. <laughs> but I would say, even if it's not that uh-huh. specific, um, specific. oh my God, I said Pacific. That's why. No. Never, ever. Oh, she's going to hear about this again. Oh, man. It's making the blooper real. Pacific. Pacifically? No. Specifically. West if Coast? It's not that toy. I'm just going to ignore what's happening here. Okay? If it's not I that toy, well. I suggest that you because you can do, I think a lot of people do shopping online a lot. And so the shopping online sometimes can be very overwhelming mm-hmm. when there's so many choices and categories and you don't really know what to do. Yeah. Um, but I think if you're introducing novelty and you're using toys as that novelty item, I would suggest that you actually physically find a store. Yeah. Because one, you both can see things that can work for both of you that you might be interested in. And just the variety in the store in person may be enough to spark um sexiness no, and sexual re- relations without even the purchase itself. And, and right? You know what? If you have somebody that you might they might be scared to even go to a store. You know how late night watch the late night channels and like flip through them and you'll see like oh they have Adam channels anymore. Let me stream. tell you something. Streaming no, or not guess what you can do? You can find these little Adam and Eve style infomercials where they are debuting products. And my point is, you don't always have to be the person to introduce the thing that might feel awkward to you. Right. If you're at a place where somebody else is going to introduce a new idea for you, now you don't have to be the one to have said it, but it might already strike your partner's fancy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Also, like, along that vein of, like, just together um, embarking on novelty yeah. um, in like this newness space, I would say that besides toys, um, we've gone to just events together, yes. right? Being out and being in events like the Exotica event, yes. Um, you see other displays of activities that may be interesting when you see other people and engaging or or um there's workshops happening yeah. there's ropes classes there's all kinds of things that you can take together yeah. people um, sitting on cakes <laughs> I, you know what i'm just throwing things out there i, I know what you're thinking why would you want to waste a perfectly good cake but you can still eat the cake you just can't serve the cake i'm sorry keep going i can serve the cake I mean, you can serve it to your partner. I'm just saying, like, to in, in mixed polite company to guests. 
You finished? I am. I'm just saying, like, I don't, you know, I'm not a cake. Are you dead? I'm, I'm not a strict cake savor type person. My grandmother used to have us make he's Easter cakes. Little lambs and with bunnies. The cake. With jelly beans for the eyes and oh nose. This is where And I wouldn't where I wouldn't have that cake sat on and then give it are to y'all the person. Feeling, are y'all feeling my pain? I'm, are y'all? Because. All right. So anyway, events. Rest in heaven, Josephine. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I, what is in your cup? This, what? I don't know what Vince did to it. It's it's something from his table. Whoa, He's got a table. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This was not me. This was not me. Look at his voice of God coming in. Okay. So. Okay. So, going to Vince, going to workshops together, that's a good way of breaking through sexual boredom and yeah. finding new ideas. Yeah. I would also say, so this one thing that our peanut gallery producer, Mr. V, back there did mention that he was able to do was like, there was like a sexual bingo game um, that he created with his partner. Great for having you. Right? And so like they both picked from a website because there's a website that will order generate the bingo card right and they both sat down and picked things that they were interested in maybe trying that they haven't done before and then it oral generated a bingo card so that they can go and have sexy bingo night together. talk about what we can do with artificial intelligence to make the world a better and more peaceful and happy place or the terminator so well i'm just saying like the sexual bingo first though you know, give it the good and the bad. Maybe we get the Terminator as well. But Cyberdyne Systems hasn't come up with that yet. But they probably have made lots of different sex toys that people can use in the meantime. And maybe they'll equip some of those with AI. Couldn't that be interesting? Look, I, I like to look to the frontier. I'm done with him. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing. Um, another idea that I saw one um, uh, couple do is they did like, you know how like in arts and crafts stores, you have like the popsicle sticks. Mm. And so what they did is they like wrote different positions on popsicle sticks and put them in a jar. And then every um, so often, a per- one of them would take a turn picking a popsicle stick and, out, and they would and then trying like and and like the ground rules is like whatever I pick, we're gonna do. Yeah. Right? And so pick the popsicle we stick out Jeff. and like, oh, this is what I drew. Yes. Slob on your knife. So we're hey, gonna you try. try. It's your, it's your good, buddy. <laughs> like, come on, Check in with me and do your job. Right, <laughs> oh, okay. well, you know what? Okay, anyway, so and then that was that's copyright infringement, by the way. But I, right, Juicy J, gonna be seeing you. Anyway, <laughs> he gonna like the club. Um, and then they would try the thing that's on the popsicle stick. So that's another way of like introducing novelty, making it fun, yeah. making it collaborative, but also like breaking through the routine of yeah. boredom in the bedroom. And there are games, there's hedonism game, there's dice that you can get that would that just have that are drinking games and sex games and all of those yeah. things. Yes. Use the internet what it's for. So what it's for, the the internet is full of ways to do kinky things. And, you know, those of us who are kinky and and, uh, allow ourselves to 
recognize that we, we use the internet and I think you know what if you just moderately kinky or if you got a little bit of a bend to you right not you, all the way a kinky you're not a kinky it's a little bend so you go up there and look some stuff up and, and, and enjoy it because the funny thing is like it, it's like y'all when you have hard times or really good times together, these are things that bond you. So successfully trying something together, right. right, it brings you together. Or at least you can have a funny moment when you try something and it didn't work out and y'all laugh about it and be right. like, that was a hot mess. Let's, we, let's we, not do that. Not, <laughs> not every toy has been a 100% success or even 50% success of toys. So there have been toys that we said, you know what, this was a complete waste of money. But, yeah, the hammer... It, it was an actual hammer is what it was at the end of the day. And, and it was and about as useful sexually as you would think a hammer would be. Like, on your cootie cat. No. If you just imagine what it feels like no, to have a hammer on your cootie cat. This is what this toy was. Yeah. And when I tell you it was thrown in the trash. Yes. Now, you know what? There may be somebody out there that's like mad right now just because they're looking at this like, you know what? I wanted something hard. An industrial, you know, that felt sturdy and was going, you know, like I've been using real hammers for years and now I got a hammer that's made into a sex toy, then that toy is for you. Having having purchased it and spent way more money on it than less expensive, pleasurable toys, my suggestion would be that you try something else. But there may be somebody out there. And that's why it's important to look at what's good for you. The only thing I want hard. Uh, You see what I'm saying? Like, we got to have some kind of levels, baby. We can't just... We can't just go ahead and say all of it. You know what? It's, Not you having modesty. Anyway, I did. I clutched my, my pearls. Yeah. I'm clutching them. Look at them. You see me. You see the people looking at me clutch my I'll pearls. Clutch my pearls. They're pearls. concerned. All right, so on the introduction of novelty, we talked about the toys. We yep. talked some about some of the events that you could go a place to get yourself out of um, the normal routine of the places that you've been and the things you've been exposed to. Yep. I think it's probably you time. About games? Yeah, games, right? The other thing that we should probably talk about is travel, too. We didn't talk about it, but there are travel groups. Yes. Our favorite group, Worst Behavior Tour. Shout out to y'all. They are friends Tameka. of the party. Uh, yes. yes, we yes. love you. We love your events. We have a great time. And the nice thing about these events is they inspire me. When you're in an environment that's free, you start to feel more comfortable. Right. I start to feel more comfortable. Right. And you can kind of do what it is that you want and like. And it just opens up new possibilities and vistas all the way around. Right. I love that type of feel. Right? I, 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 we've enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, right. And so you can get to it. You can use different things. You can get to a different place. You can use different games. But guess what else you could do? Mm. You could be a whole different person. Yes, you Right? Know. So if Dr. Love like himself, said, his whole cheap, personality. Put the wig on. Yeah, Switch right. You can role play, right? Oh, you beautiful. Guess who I am? I'm the beast. Yeah. <laughs> 
What? Not Beauty and not, the Beast. Not the Beast. I see how you like to read all the time. Oh my God. FD's books. Oh rip one of them books up. Not a good one. Not ex- don't an expensive. Rip, no, don't rip one. No, 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 no. That was a bad no. idea. Don't rip one. That's a bit of a bad idea. Like, rip your shirt or something like that. Then gently place her book back on the bookshelf. No, no, don't rip in no books. You get a Zora Neale Hurston. Reading in the library. Yeah. Oh, Beast. Look yeah. at all my beautiful books. And I'm and like, then you like, yeah. you bent over uh, like a Wrong. stack of books. Yeah, yeah, you do. That's how you know you're getting that beast treatment. And it's not, it's not, it's not Oliver who's doing it to you. It's beast, right? And you ain't Gertrude no more. You bail. You see what I'm saying? And so now everybody gets to just be open and different by not being themselves, which is weird. But I'm just saying, like, you get to you get to open up and try something new right. and be somebody else. And you can be more comfortable being somebody else because you don't feel like it's compromising you. Right. That's that's true. And I would say, too, um, if you wanted to add an extra layer to role play, because like role play can be super fun at home, costumes involved, all kinds of different personalities and scenarios and environments you can create at home in order to support that role. Mm -hmm. Right. But fun thing if you if you're at a, a another another level with your role play you want to add an extra sprinkle of razzle dazzle into it you can role play in public right uh-huh. role play being um different people out at a bar yeah. out at a restaurant yeah. at a hotel and in public um create that fantasy what? that then transfers back to the bedroom i could make a whole new first impression yeah what? But you know, I got a man or whatever. Yeah, Thank that's you. all right. My name is Mufasa Jordan. I always score, baby. Oh. Yeah. How you doing? You looking real good. I'm all right. I like you. I like your style and everything. Oh, you I do. I like all that. All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and scene, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> That's the point, right? You can do something wholly different. We slipped off into a whole other place there. I was Mufasa Jordan, right? I, I don't that. know. Thank I made that up just now, right? Of course. But, but guess what? But how he go to Mufasa? Mufasa, I was trying to think about like the most powerful, like, powerful things. And I was like, Mufasa and Jordan. <laughs> T'Challa Jordan. <laughs> I'm the black panther. I, mean, I, I, I was trying to be, I was trying to be noble, <laughs> like Mufasa, but also ruthless scorer, Jordan. I'm done. And okay. you know what it is? Look, he, it doesn't I have just, to be. It doesn't have to be the most well. But I think they thing. can understand why we fun. don't be bored because right. you are a whole clown. That's true. And it, it you is. know, you keep keep me right out my drops. Look. <laughs> Look, James. Let me let me look in the camera. Let me look into the camera and talk to gentlemen who who grew up in the eighties, nineties, and beyond. You wasn't cute. You wasn't tall. <laughs> Just decently athletic, but you know, you have to come with something. If you can be funny, let me tell you, the ladies like the funny. You get them laughing. Next thing you know, they just <laughs> and then the draws come tumbling down. That I should have said it more delicately, maybe, but I'm just saying it's true though. If they got draws on them. <laughs> 
All right, so the next element <laughs> that we want to talk about. Oh my god! Is, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shock you like that. But rebuilding the intimacy, right? Yes. Rebuilding it when it, when it's the boredom is sort of kill things, right? Right. And I think that when you're when you're working from ground zero. Almost anything can be a help. Like, right, you know, you at rock bottom, and that happens to people. And I would say if that's the only thing that's wrong, which sometimes is symptomatic of other things, I'm not going to tell you when it's time to, to move on or to stick with whatever it is that you're going with. But I am saying that there are people who have rebuilt their um, sexual as well as uh, fundamental relationships after a point in which people would say it's the point in our return. Yeah. Right? And so, in terms of doing that, my suggestion would be step by step. Try a thing. Do one thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and be generous in your thing that you try. If you want to save the relationship, find out one thing that your partner wants and try to do that one thing mm -hmm. and bring that out there. Hopefully the other person's going to be receptive to it, but what are your thoughts on it? On rebuilding the intimacy after things yeah, that's really going on? Um, it, it can be done, and commitment to rebuilding is definitely the key um, and, and will probably create dividends in other aspects of the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I would say sometimes that rebuilding has to happen outside of the bedroom. Right. Oh, I agree with that. Right. Well, I mean, so much um, of this stuff is and, and 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 but as a way in order to try something new in the bedroom, sure. right? It starts on the outside through that real genuine, um, inquisitive nature about your partner, right? Mm -hmm. Showing interest and care and what it is that they most desire and need, and then through that, like that uh, discovery. Bringing that into that room. Yeah, I, I I don't think that you cure distance by throwing out another sort of selfish. This is what I want. Right? right. If you if you perceive and feel that different distance, and you want to close that distance, you do it with generosity. You do it with a kind of heart. You do it with the giving. Yeah, with giving to the other person. Right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that could be like the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? Where right. it's like that person, once again, nothing came of this. Mm -hmm. But then again, if you're already at rock bottom, what is it that you have to lose? You know right. what I mean? And it, if, if you want to try, right? Yeah. And um, there, are, there are lots and lots and lots of different books. Yes. Um, about this topic, about yeah. bedroom boredom, that you can use as an anchor to further research some some things that you can do to try. Yeah. Um, even if what we're saying, tips and tricks, aren't um, where you are yet, right? There are ways in which you can do research just through yeah. the different books that are available right. to break through the bedroom boredom. So I've looked up a few of these books, right? One book, 
on Amazon. It's called The Ultimate Fun Book for Couples. 60 Exciting Lighthearted Quizzes, right? And so the quiz angle can be good because a lot of times people feel uncomfortable talking about these things. And sometimes it can be hard to think about what it is that you, you really want or put it in the words. And sometimes having something already written out that you can just sort of check box and say, this is what I'm, you know, what I'm interested in. in. Yeah. Right? Like that can be very helpful because now you don't have to, you don't have to be the one to come up with it. Um, the other one that I saw, it sounded cool. I just love this title. It's called the No Bone Zone. Curing. <laughs> look, you know, Jason Robillard wrote this the ins and outs of curing long term relationship boredom. Right? And so, the no bone, the no bone zone, right? It's it's written by a bro, obviously. I should say he's a bro, but he said the, the, the title suggests broness, right? But I think I think bro in the 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 sense of bro, bro, bro right? right? No bone right? But, but the fact is, there's a lot of guys that feel like they're in that spot, right? I'm sure. Right, that's the narrative. Is like that the guys are the ones that are starved, and the women don't want to try anything. I don't think that that's really mapping out to reality. When you start to look at who's really suffering, mm-hmm. it, there's a lot on in, in all like, genders and yeah. uh, in sexual orientations and all of that, right? Don't so be suffering, yeah, right. So people, everybody, it's tough sometimes to open yourself and come out with 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 your wants and desires, especially when they're super nasty and you perceive the person that you're with is not super nasty. And and so that that that's always a tough thing. I uh I feel like the uh intimidation that can go with that can be difficult. Right. Like, There's this one book that I did find that was really interesting. It's called Bored with Your Sex Life. <laughs> Change it. Yeah. <laughs> break the break the routine and spice up your love life in the bedroom. And that is also available on Amazon as well. Yeah. The good people at Amazon bringing us all the, the a lot of us they bring us a lot of they stuff. Got all y'all. The I know, right? Like that's a good know if you're listening to Amazon, hey, we we do accept funds. We're talking about no. That's all I'm saying is, that, look, if we're gonna be talking about things, if we get Jeff has already got his yacht, I would like you know uh, to be able to rent a yacht. So, <laughs> I'll take a yacht. All right. So look, we when you think about all of the stuff that you can do to eliminate uh, bedroom boredom right right i think the first step as we said is to recognize it right you got to recognize it as what it is you have to be willing and it takes two to tango here right, right. I, I feel like, like you're here for yeah <laughs> but you can't it, it's difficult to do you can't do it unilaterally right um the same way that you can't mess it up, you can't completely fix it unless you have two people engaged in doing that. And then once you get beyond acknowledging what the issue is, the next thing you have to do is be able to effectively talk about it. And so there's that element of, hey, I'm going to be open to what my partner says and not receive things with insecurity. And then there's the other side where you try to at least think of your partner's feelings 
in the way that you introduce your yeah your topic or your issues or whatever it is that you'd like but um and we both agree here in terms of having a general feel of openness and progression and growth those things are important to be able to make that work and, and then, be be open to introducing novelty, yes. right? Introduce newness into your relationship when you are committed to newness, um, and like breaking through plateaus. And it can come through toys. It can come through games. Right. It can come through events. It can come through trips. It can come through role play. It you have so many ways. You haven't even yes. like. Yeah, Take a trip old through the house. Like read the Kama Sutra, read some tantric, you know, read books about that. Any of like, our mini positional posts on our IG for sex, obviously. Yeah, you can try something new. And there, y'all both try to go ahead and, <laughs> and favorite and friend the the group on IG, and now you get something that's introduced to both of you, and you can look forward to Thursday thoughts as well as things that you can try over the weekend and the events you can go through. We put this together for you, right? Right. It's gonna be our mission to... here is spicing up all of y'all sexy lives. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. So you can you can go out there, you can try all those things, and I promise you, we'll be happy that you do. And I like it. And I feel like you'll be happy that you do too. Right. Right. And and when we get beyond those things, um, to what it is that's gonna keep you together on an intimate level, and when things go awry, we know that can happen. Right. Um, try one thing. Right. Start small. Start small. Start to open the dialogue. Uh, remember what it is that you're trying to accomplish here, which is deeper levels of intimacy, um, higher levels of satisfaction, legitimate and real enjoyment with one another. And remember that you actually care about this person. If, if that's, you know, the level in which this, this, uh, th- this relationship is for you, right? You want, you want to be able to, to keep things moving forward and you want to be able to, to meet that person's needs, wants, desires, fantasies. And ultimately we all want to be sexy, sexy to ourselves. And sexy to the way that we find sexy, that we want to be sexy with. All right. Well, uh, that's a wrap, folks. Uh, thank you for coming and listening and sitting on down and entering our uh, bedroom space. Um, if you liked what you heard and had a good time, go ahead and like the podcast, follow us, um, and you'll get notifications for upcoming episodes. We are on all podcast platforms, Apple, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all of the things. We'll be now streaming on YouTube. So, yeah, so you'll find us there. Um, You can always stay current and up to date with what we are doing, what we're talking about on our IG at sex underscore obviously. And so follow us over there and we will catch you on the next episode.